I need you to go back up and bring someone back on down to me. Actually, two someones. These two someones, for uh, nuanced reasons I'm not going into right now, are threatening my big, beautiful expansion plans. So I thought of you. My weapon? No, no, no. I can't have you shooting up cops in hotels on this one. I need him back alive. And if you can do that, you can have your guns back. And then you can kill all the preachers you want. Welcome to Fear Me. This is Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me Podcast. This is episode 116. Hi, you guys. Keep rolling along. Keep rolling along. How you doing tonight, Kimmy? Pretty darn good. Yeah? Yep. No complaints. Still All summer. Right. Kids are having fun. I'm having fun. School starts in three weeks, and I cannot wait. Still hotter than hell out there, isn't it? It's not too bad in Atlanta. Uh. Well, it is here. It's humid, but it's not hot. And we're good because we have you for one more week before you take off to Switzerland. And we exactly. lose you. Yes. So that's going to suck next week. Me. But uh, we, uh, thankfully, our friend Ross, uh, for listeners who have tuned in way, way back when, is going to join us uh, next nice. week uh, to talk about Preacher. So that should be fun. Ross but is a riot. So he he's, doing a, he's doing the quick jam to try to catch up. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna. He's try doing and cram. the preacher slam. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to try and cram in as much preacher as possible. What that means, <laughs> nice. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if he's got a whole ton of a room to spare in there. So no, <laughs> no. So um, yeah, so we will try and get through the episode this week. Next week, I'm not sure if we're even gonna be dealing with the episode. It might just be so much mayhem. But you know, I don't think we told anybody that Scott was going out of town last week. Oh, we did? No. Oh, well, then we're bringing it up now. There you go. Scott's gone. Guess what? I'm going out of town. Scott's Yay. getting the boot. No, he's leaving yep. the country for a couple weeks. Just can't deal with it. I got to right get out of town for a little while. The cops are looking for me. <laughs> so before you get into those um, beautiful um, Swiss beers, what are you drinking yes. this week? What am I drinking this week? I am drinking one that um, is called... Lucky Scars. <laughs> it's mm. a wild IPA from Curahy Brewing Company out of uh, Franklin, North Carolina. Mm. Um, one of the coolest cans I've seen in a long time. It's a very neat can and an excellent beer. Yeah. It really is. It's a very, very smooth, um, nice, tight uh, IPA. Um, oh, and it's got the devil horns, the Satan and horns. And it's got the devil horns. There yes. you go. Perfect. I think that's a daredevil skull. Um but, uh, yeah, it's great. I, I would recommend this beer to anybody. It's awesome. One of my faves. Cool. How about you, Kimmy? I am drinking Chance out of LaGrange, Georgia. It's from the Wild Leap Brew Company. It's an India pale ale. It's all right. I mean, I like it. It's, mm -hmm. um, it, it's almost on the flat side a little bit. 
But I do like the quote on it, which is, if you don't do wild things while you're young, you'll have nothing to smile about when you're old. That's right. You've got to take a chance. That's right. That's right. And I have the 600 Ale, uh, which actually has the Charlotte Motor Speedway logo on it. All right. Uh, and that's out of uh, Cabrera, or I'm sorry, uh, Catawba Brewing. Uh, but it's uh, it's brewed in Concord, North Carolina, and it tastes a lot better than anything anybody is drinking at the Coca-Cola 600. <laughs> no truth. But it's, no very, it's good. It's good. It's it's a little lighter. Um, not the best beer in the world, but it's good. It's decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fun for us. It's fun yeah. for us because that... Uh, the Charlotte Motor Speedway logo that people see across the country at other speedways and so forth was developed by our father. Yep. So uh, we've uh, we definitely had to get some of these commemorative cans. <sighs> so I'll enjoy this one. Yes, it's nice. very cool. We are here to cover Preacher Season 3, Episode 4, The Tombs. What did you guys think? Um, I thought it was great. Uh, there was a hell of a lot going on. Um, I did find that the... Uh, uh, Tulip and um, Cassidy. Oh, Sabina. No, Madame Boyd. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Stuff kind of dragged a little bit, but um, but still was very interesting. But uh, definitely the other storylines going on uh, were very interesting. The Cassidy and Jesse stuff was hilarious. Um, and I mean, hey, mail mail a vampire in a box. Got to like that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. That was a good and surprise. And I was thrilled to get the Saint of Killers back into play. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I was I was very happy with the episode. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't think you can fault this one, especially when you do have Saint of Killers come in and Satan. Yep. Um That was it was a great episode. Uh, yeah, the stuff with uh, Tulip and and Sabina, Miss Boyd, Madame Boyd dragged a little bit, but um, I think you know it's a little build up for for the relationship. Hopefully, they you know we learn a little bit more in the next episode based on that it's funny that you guys don't like the the girl stuff no it wasn't that i didn't like the girl yeah, stuff it was just don't like it they were lost for like so long and yeah. i was trying to figure out okay well, what's the point it was a little the, directionless she I, like kept taking a right and kept being lost the entire time so yeah it, in a way it was a little funny but in uh, at the same time it was like okay you kind of keep playing that shtick a little well, bit no, too I much got, i got her that she was debating the whole time she yeah. wasn't committed to anything but I could have done it a little bit faster. Well, I I didn't think it dragged at all. I thought it was really good for the storyline because, once again, we see that she has screwed up and you see God do the slow drive-by. Yes. And it's like, okay, Tulip, I meant for you to do this so that you could hear the story of what happened with Jesse and know that uh, Kim was right when she said that Madame Boyd was not the old lady reincarnated or whatever. Okay, so you're trying uh-huh. you're saying that God passing was trying to teach everyone that Kim was right. Yes. Okay. Oh. That was part of the thing. I did not catch that. I didn't catch that part yeah, either. That was That's very an important. excellent point. That yeah, was very, very important. Let me, let me write that down. <laughs> Is that why he was wearing that I Love Kim t-shirt? Yes. Was Listen to Fear Me correct. podcast? Yes. yes. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right, I'm, right, I'm going to write that one down too. What time, um, what time is it? Kim is right, says God in a dog outfit. 937. Okay. 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 I'm glad we have that established. So, but I, so I thought that was very important to the, to the storyline so that we could figure out what happened with Madame Boyd and Jesse and why the Boyds hate their family so much and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The tombs part 
was the part that I actually thought drug on way too long. I don't care to see people fighting. This might be a man versus woman thing going on here with our maybe with our but, yeah, opinions maybe about the, what's going on. The way it's on. presented. Um, no, you may have something to that, Kim. I mean, yeah. the, the the information relayed to us through the Tulip, uh, Madame Boyd scenes and all were very important mm-hmm. to the story and were very interesting. I'm not taking away from that at all because they were. I mean, the whole fi- the whole finding out what her backstory is with jesse mm-hmm. and 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 it really said more it really i thought said more about jesse than it did her because what it really came down to in the end is it established that jesse was looking out for people early on yeah mm-hmm. right at the you know? sacrifice of himself mm-hmm. right and so it established that precedent that that he was he was continuing with and it gave a so it gave a lot of uh, balance to what we're seeing with Jesse's fake anger and so forth that he's displaying all the time. Right. So so yeah, it was in a, they, those scenes were very insightful. I don't want to take away from that. Um, I just thought they played out a little slow, but but again, very important. There's maybe one too many turns around the countryside. That was <laughs> it. Maybe that's that's all it was. It wasn't that that much of a anything. <laughs> Exactly. Well, and then I also really like the part with the devil. Those were probably my favorite scenes. Yeah, I do. I do have to say that I thought it was great that <laughs> when uh, Madame Boyd disappeared, and we're like, okay, where the hell is she? Mm-hmm. Right. Because Tulip had her the entire time, and all of a sudden she woke up <laughs> in fear, right. like, oh, I forgot the old the old girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She looks up. She goes, "Old girlfriend." Jesse's like, "Huh?" And she's like, "Nothing." Because, like, you know, looking at it with with you know, like, somewhat keen eye, trying to figure out, oh, okay, what's missing, what's not, you know, in the storyline. It was like Ruth Nega's facial expressions are absolutely awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. she. Yeah, she's. I very mean, she good. pulls she off is. some great. The way she can go from alarmed to funny mm-hmm. look on her face in a moment's uh, it's great. She does such a good job. But it was just such a, it was a blatant missing character and it was so intentional. It was, it was great that, that it just kind of, because Kim and I are like, what the hell happened to the girlfriend? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the funniest is when she opens the, she just leave her in a field out She opened the, the, um, trunk. The, and she's she's just casually laying back, (laughs) looking at her phone. And she's like, how come your guys didn't come looking for you? And she's like, oh, I called them off. That was beautiful. Very well well done. Yes. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, But, you know, one thing I want to mention, though, too, uh, speaking of Tulip, um, I think the chemistry between Tulip and Cassidy is excellent Mm -hmm. um, in their scenes and so forth. I'm not so convinced with the chemistry with uh, with Jesse and Tulip anymore. It seems a little forced. I mean, I used to think that they had a great chemistry together, which is also funny because they're a couple. Mm-hmm. So you would think a, a real life couple would be able to. Well, really there's, be able there's to tends that. to be a little bit more primal, I think, than yeah. with that between mm-hmm. Cassidy and Tulip. Um, right. So yeah, it's you know it's it's a little it's a little uh, rougher situation because yeah they're they're constantly just going at each other the entire time did you say they were a real couple in real life yeah i I think i saw that somewhere oh i didn't know that really i don't know are they oh i didn't know that Uh, maybe someone can verify that for us that i i read that somewhere um not too long ago well i think with with jesse though he's got a lot of shit going on in the background Mm -hmm. and so 
his focus isn't there. Yeah, exactly. He's got he's got a lot of stuff that he's got to take care of before he can worry about her. Which or even is, Cassidy. This is usually what I'm trying to tell Kim. Why, you know, I'm not being as loving or helpful around the house is it's just my focus yes. isn't there. <laughs> yeah, there, there are things that are getting in the way. Yeah. It's not like yeah. your grandma's trying to put you in the swamp And being a guy, anything. we are very slow to focus. But it's good to know that and Kim is seeing that through Jesse now, so now I don't have to explain it quite as no, much. No, that does not work. Let's let's get to the let's get to the beginning of the episode when we have the saint of killers in hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meets with Satan, and he wants he requests to meet with Satan and great elevator music on the way down. It is, it and is. I was confused and by the the negatives and the. Po- I was like, okay, are they releasing him? Is he going up? Is the negatives got to be down? Like negatives what's were down. So he actually, yeah, he when he finally gets that hard part of getting through between eight and nine and gets to nine and it opens up and all the flames are coming in. Yeah. But yeah. The, the guy was the, the elevator operator was awesome. Yes. He had a terrified was, look on his face. Yeah. Yes. I was to say, I couldn't tell if he was nervous about that or if he was just not into his job. No, no, he was, he was, he was he terrified was of being where he was. Yeah. yeah. Cause his look, his lingering look at him as the doors are closing was like, I cannot wait to get the shit out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Satan is incredible, though. Yes. Satan but, is my new favorite character. But, but, <laughs> I do got to say this. Um, I, I, I'm i not as big on muscle-bound Satan. I really like the thin, <laughs> tall Satan. Oh, he was hilarious, though. But, his right, but his dialogue was fantastic. Oh, it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. Satan seemed to have the same demeanor as Negan. Mm. To In certain, some respects. Yeah, uh-huh. to a certain uh, uh, degree. degree. Degree, thank you. Mm. Um, however, well, no. I mean, like, even if they if they keep Satan the way he is for the whole season, I think that he would probably grate on my nerves, just like Negan has. But I think with these one-liners that he was doing and the way he mm-hmm. was interacting was so hilarious and kept me involved in that scene because the the cowboy is kind of dull well i just love the way he says he says the scariest guy in hell and he's in my office I know. <laughs> this is incredible he's very animated yeah oh i know yeah. i love the where he's like oh you know it's not my choice to have that and he's like yeah ah, i'm actually kidding it is my choice yeah, oh my yeah like exactly <laughs> I hate this part of my job. No, yeah, not actually, really. I actually like this part, part of the job. Oh, the funny was when, when he walked into the office and the devil it was on the phone and he's like, thrice, bl- yeah. thrice blessed, all father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Right. <laughs> so who was he talking to, though? Madame Langeau. I think so. I think yeah, so, too. Could, could be. Could be. I don't know. I do think that be. that phone goes to him. But the only thing is, is that... Uh, that conversation would be completely on a different tangent than what he was dealing with at that moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- I, I think what they're setting up is, okay, there is a, he's got a phone there. Madame yes. Langelle has a phone that obviously someone was picking right. up and say, well, who is it? So, yeah. you know, there might you be, there's many other people that probably have direct line to him. So he's mm. dealing with one of those other people. I need to go back and listen to that. Listen to that when um, um, uh, 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 what's her name picks up the phone Tula. and they says to a uh, when he says what do you want mm-hmm. I want to I want to go back and listen to the voice I want to know if that was Satan's it voice it was a very deep voice do you remember that yeah uh huh 
And who is Satan that was killing me? Do you know? Hmm. This is super exciting. This is this is as breaking news. The ad- actor or yeah. yeah, who is the actor? Any any idea? Um, um, Henry Kissinger. No. Ah, um, good guess. Maybe that's not a good. That's a terrible guess. <laughs> Dar- Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> no. No. Uh, Daryl Dixon. Ricky maybe? Bobby. No, I'm kidding. No. Uh, Jason Douglas. Guess who Jason Douglas also plays. Who's he also play? Kim. Tobin on The Walking Dead. Oh, nice. And I if, like Tobin. If you go back after you have uh-huh. this information and you look at the devil's eyes, you can see it. You can yeah, see you it. can see his yeah. eyes. Complete, but it's not Tobin at all. It's completely different. I mean, he's like super right. confident. Yeah, because like, Tobin, Tobin was anything but super confident. Yes. Yeah, it's shocking. When I found that out, I was like, holy cow, are you kidding me? I got to go back. Tobin's dead, right? Yeah. Tobin is dead. Well, yeah, now he has a new right. part, obviously. <laughs> yes. And it's got to take him a week to get in and out of those muscles. Seriously, yes. and all that face yes. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, he Jason Douglas is also a, a voiceover actor. So he's used to doing stuff without his face being seen. I think that helps right. him be a little bit more animated when mm. he's doing the devil as made up as him. I love the devil's office, too. That was really cool. With yeah. the fire floor and so forth. And, and the, the angel of death. Angel of death. What's yeah. her, Sydney, I think is her name. <laughs> she was she giving was, her shit. She was yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh, wish, I wish I remembered the line that he said. He was like trying to get her to guess at a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he... <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that one? No, you don't remember that oh, one? I forget the really? one. Really? Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. That's funny. That was good. So anyway, I was very excited to get the uh get the uh saint back into the game. Did you notice the uh the video they were torturing him with? Yeah, the crows pecking yeah. their eyes out of the uh doll. Yep. Yeah, but that was when his children when he found his children dead. Right. Yep. Yep. His his hell. His hell. So right after that, we find uh, Tulip still has Madame Boyd hostage. And Madame Boyd yes. saying that you are not going to get out of this. And I guess, what was it, like shutters or something dropped around yeah, the Yeah, it came all down. Security yeah. gate sh- shutters came down. And, and that was, you know, it was corny as hell, but it was really cool when she shot out the circle on the floor yeah, and they dropped through there to yeah. escape. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was very cool. I just loved, uh, I, I loved uh, Sabina's face. <laughs> She's like... <laughs> Um, watch your feet. <laughs> That's what like, I like about crazy. Tulip. She's so no nonsense. She just gets her shit done and moves on. And Yep. I mean, it's good, too, because the one thing that I really loved was the very first scene that we see Tulip at the beginning of season one. Remember where she's at, she's with the kids? The and the corn. Bazooka. Didn't she kill the guy with a corn cob or something like yeah. that? No, with it, it, well, <laughs> the well, she shoots down the helicopter with their bazooka yes. full of uh, uh, toy soldiers. Yeah, that's right. And then the car scene when he kills him. Yeah. yeah, those were so awesome. And then she kind of tamed down after that. Right. Yeah. And I saw more of that in this episode of her than than in a while, and I really liked that. Yeah, her creativity and yeah, yeah being able to think on her see. feet. She's MacGyvering herself out of situations. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, do yep. that. So, you know, in light of that, with her making all these mistakes in life, she's had to compensate for that inability Mm -hmm. 
to make the right decision. Mm-hmm. But she she makes really good decisions, and she doesn't realize that. She's not giving herself right. enough credit, I guess, is what I'm saying. Well, I she's think she's very good at what she does. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think she ever necessarily. I don't yeah, think she good. ever was had any little confidence as when God told her that all she does is make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I think, like we talked about last episode, I think God was talking out of his ass. Most of that was made up. I don't think that she necessarily is the one that makes all the mistakes all the time. Yeah, but based on her history, though, that's what she's been told. Right. So that's, you know, that's what's in her head all the time. No, I think she makes good decisions, but I think she makes, she screws up. Yeah. You know, she's crafty. She's very um, dangerous. She is, uh, (laughs) she is brutal when she needs to be and so forth like that. But she screws stuff up. I think... She's kind of like Daryl Dixon. All of our tr- our trio here screws mm-hmm. up mightily on a daily basis just oh, out of completely yes. not paying attention to anybody around them. I mean, the fact that you can go through um, and, and watch an entire hotel get shot up and not mm-hmm. really care. <laughs> you know, right. it's, these guys right. are on a completely different plane. Mm-hmm. And it's, yes, uh, it's made to feel like that world is that way, but at the same time, there's reality to it, you know, when you're watching this. And but but every now and then there's things like you see with like the whole um Madame Boyd and mm-hmm. like why are the shutters falling down? All these people are protecting her and all this kind of stuff and, and they're able to get out of that entire scene and with it unscathed, mm-hmm. completely unscathed. Yep. It's the supernatural side of it. And and, and tulips yeah. comic non, side of it, I guess. Non flushed for it either. I mean it's you know it's not like she's amazed that they got away. She's very like, mm, okay, let's go. Yeah, exactly. right. Driving exactly. Down the road. It's all you know, completely nonchalant. She, she knows she can get it. So we get to. We also get to finally see or get a lot of background with with uh, uh, Jesse in the tombs. We get some flashbacks to see what his place there is. And the so ringmaster. The ringmaster and and how that whole system, that whole Fight Club system, worked with with Jody and and so mm. forth. Now, Kim, like you said, you weren't as big on the fight stuff. Um, fight Club and the psychology that's involved in that is one of my favorite movies. I love Fight Club. Mm-hmm. The movie. I just have... Right. <laughs> and that mind. scares the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have dreams that Stuart was in the Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Asses Whooped Club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't last very long. It was <laughs> It was one of those dreams like you woke up and then you fell asleep for another five minutes and then you woke up again. Yeah. That was the dream. Right. That was me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let me clarify. I The scenes with the tomb drug on a little bit too much for me and the fighting mm-hmm. was like, ugh, okay, another person's fighting. The parts where Jesse was putting on the top hat and being the ringmaster, I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the theatrical side of it. Yeah, yeah, it it really reminded me of The Greatest Showman. Have you seen that yet, mm-hmm. Scott? That no. I mean, that's one of my uh, favorite movies right now. Mm-hmm. And so when you see the scene opens and Jesse's head is kind of bowed with, and you all you can see is really the hat, and then the people behind right. him, and then he lifts his head slowly. Oh my god, I had chills going up mm-hmm. down my spine. Perfect. Loved it. But but I also thought some of the actual fights that happened were very relevant. Um, 
especially as we come to find out that there's such a different perspective between Jesse's experiences and like Madame Boyle, Boyd's is, mm -hmm. you know, Madame Boyd's experience with what she thinks happened with her brother are completely different with the reality that Jesse has. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesse was not the cold-blooded killer that she thinks he was with her brother. Yeah. Which was still shocking to me that he ended up actually killing him. Me too. Right. I thought Jody right. was going to jump in there and actually deal the final blow. I didn't think that Jesse right. would do it. But, yeah, it was, it was from a different perspective, he was mm -hmm. protecting himself and telling her brother and to just, stop. Right. And it really, it really gave more um, credence to the fact that Jesse, Jesse was in a situation he was trying to fight the best he could. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it came down to protecting his friends or, or people, or whether it came down to, you know, trying not to kill his friend, but, but in essence he had to. Mm -hmm. um, you know, none of this was by his choice. So it gave, you know, which is really good because the one thing I was getting frustrated with the show is, is that I was getting frustrated finding out if, if Jesse was really turning bad or if this was just a big act. Yeah. And it, that part of it was dragging on a little bit for me. So, so it's good to know that Jesse, I, I did not want to see Jesse turn into a real evil character. Yeah. So it's good to know Jesse isn't. Well, yeah, and I feel like last season they were also making him, he was dealing with something else that almost you didn't, you didn't really know what he was dealing with. Well, you did. You knew right. he was, like, trying to find God and stuff, but um, right. but he felt like a side character or uh, maybe above our characters right now, and right. we weren't allowed to really know what was going on in his head. Now he's much more relevant um, in a unfortunately depressing way because he's trying to push everybody away. He's like the, the kid trying to get a... The, the wild animal back to the forest and it won't go back. Yeah, right. <laughs> it keeps coming back. But what did we more. watch? We watched Harry and the Hendersons the other day. Yeah. And they were yelling, Harry, go away. Go away. <laughs> and, he, and he wasn't. He wasn't going to go away. Back. Yeah, so. No, and, and, and Cassidy just would not give up. Um, no. The, the, the <laughs> scenes when uh, when he was trying to box up Cassidy after he cut him into pieces were, was hilarious. And Cassidy and, you know, kept arguing. He was, like, he was talking about, uh, uh, what was the Star Wars thing? Uh, oh, when yeah. Luke climbed inside of the thing, he said, because he was talking about the, uh, what is it, wearing a skin out? Yes, the skin suit. The skin suit. He's talking about the skin suit. And he says, like Luke in that He's like, there's better ways to and, go. Skin suit. <laughs> right. And, and Jesse's like, he climbed inside him to keep warm. And he goes, yeah. don't get me with, with the points of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that was actually probably one of the best. That, that actually uh, went back to the what was it? <laughs> the uh, the foreskin argument they were having, yes, like the start right. of the, uh, <laughs> season I forgot two. About that. Season two. I just love the way I just love the way Jesse's stacking all these pieces of Cassidy in the box, and Cassidy's <laughs> yeah. like, "You forgot my hand." Yeah, he's like, he's "Oh, like, I need now. That. I still I need, need that. that." And then he's like, "Oh, right in the dick." <laughs> yeah. <like Right>. he, <laughs> So Sorry. then Cassidy evidently wait, escapes. Where do you think that the, he was shipping the box? Was that to Dennis's New house? New Orleans. Oh. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, Dennis's house. Was it Canal yeah. Street? It was Ann Street. Oh, Ann Street. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. But you know what? That's funny. I, I didn't even think about that, but I bet you that's exactly where he was shipping it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and I love the uh, the kid in the UPS shop when he looked at all the 
where Cassie escaped and there's blood everywhere and all yeah. that. And he's like, I told him not to pack any liquids. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, uh, do you see that that's blood? But no, but even before that, and he was like, no, no guns, no weapons, no hazardous liquids. And he goes, mm, no guns. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing about that was when he finally shows back up and he's, he's mm-hmm. wanting to fight. Um, right. Or Cassidy is wanting to fight Jesse. He comes Jesse. back into the tombs, yes. even though Jesse thought he's gone. <laughs> the first thing I'm thinking is, why does he want to fight him? He was try- He cut him up to ship him off. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, almost felt like, oh my God, why? Didn't he see how much he loved? Exactly. <laughs> did, you notice, did you notice what he, he had for a hand up. then? What? When he... When he came oh, back to the fight? Yeah, he had his, that weapon. The paper cutter. Yeah, it was the, yeah, the guillotine cutter from yeah. the, oh, the is that paper what it was? that the kid yes. was using. Oh. <laughs> I just noticed yeah. that it was taped to his hand with the packing tape. Which was probably the missing hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's where he was missing his hand. But how did he reconnect so fast this time? He had only one little bag of blood, and that other time when he got cut up, uh-huh. it took him a, like a whole cow to get back together. Well, we don't know if it took him a whole cow. It's just where he got the blood. Yeah. Mm. Oh, he heals very fast, evidently. Super mm-hmm. fast. And like Jesse said, I don't know if you regenerate the stuff or if you just have to stick it back together again. <laughs> <laughs> he pretty confidently cut him up, though. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. In lots of pieces. Exactly. I, I actually thought the funny part was that when he was like, do you want a yogurt? You want frozen yogurt? And Jody was like, yeah, swirl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I loved, I loved the. Uh, yeah, I mean that was that even, was great. Even that this was... asshole, this fighting asshole guy's like, oh yeah, I'll take a frozen yogurt. <laughs> and then you get like hit with this. Oh, it's he's got Cassidy all chopped up. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Well, great. the scenes leading up to that, I was actually going to say, um, were very interesting to me because it was also very biblical in that he denied his friendship with Cassidy at mm-hmm. least twice, and in the Bible. Mm-hmm. The, um, the, the guys. Yes, the, the apostles. apostles. The apostles. Thank you. The Good Lord, my yeah. Catholic education. His, yeah. his, his peeps. His peeps deny him three times, right? Or the one yeah. mm-hmm. denies him three times, and Peter. Peter does, I think. Yeah, y'all know more than I do. I don't remember all that stuff. I like that <laughs> they bring in those little parts of the Bible for people who are paying attention. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. It's, it's cool. Yeah. Okay. Thanks okay, for ruining okay, that right. for me. Thanks. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I ruin that? Okay. No. Kind of did. Okay. Just lost my train of thought. I think it was Brutus. <laughs> <laughs> it was Glenn. Glenn, <laughs> Glenn the Apostle. <laughs> the Apostle Glenn. <laughs> anyway. What Juan the Apostle? <laughs> the, the Apostle Emilio. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Yes. Enough of that smoldering, dangerous <laughs> Bible stuff. <laughs> oh, so when they are fighting, what's yes. up with Cassidy? I mean, what's up with Jesse putting the wooden stake in Cassidy? Yeah, doesn't that do something to yeah, him? Yeah, that can't be good for a vampire, right? The wooden stake's gonna kill him. Well, I think it's obvious. I think it's obvious that not everything about the vampire legend has to do with our vampire here. I don't think anything's obvious, Scott, but I would like your explanation. The one thing that has been evident throughout this thing is that Cassidy's not a whole lot faster or stronger than anybody else. Yeah. Right. And he does not burn necessarily in the sun either. 
right? No, because we've seen his hands in the sun plenty of times. Mm. Um, so, yeah, the rules aren't necessarily always there with him. I think, I think Jesse did that, assuming that other people would think that that is the rule. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but, it, but he knew it wouldn't be effective on Cassidy. It must, it must just paralyze him or something. That's what I was thinking. But he and, was up and walking, getting to Tulip's car. He didn't have the mm-hmm. bat in his back anymore, did he? Yeah, I think it, yeah, it was more like a fake death kind of thing. Yeah. Right, right. It got everybody to disappear and move along yeah. and so forth and so on. So Cassidy is splitting off from the gang, from our gang. Um, he's Tulip took him to the bus station and put him on a bus bound for New Orleans, and he jumped on there. Um, and then, of course, we saw, uh, what's her name, the Grail Lady. Yeah. On the bus behind yes, him. right. So he's not out of our story. I got to tell you guys, I got to tell you this. I am, Kim, I know you said last time you're not really too interested in the Search for God storyline as much now. Yeah. I am really looking forward to Cassidy and the, and the Grail. <laughs> I think that stuff is going to be awesome. Cassidy and Air Star? Yes. I think mm-hmm. that is going to be great. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. I was getting... Kind of tired of the love triangle thing. Yeah. I'm kind of glad to see that get broken up. Um, and and I'm really looking forward to seeing what, what Cassidy gets into down in New Orleans. I yep. think it's going to be hilarious. Oh, I'm looking forward to that, too, because I know there's going to be more vampires involved. And oh, I am okay. so excited to see how that develops. How do you know this? From the preview for next week. Oh, I should pay oh, attention. Oh, but wait a minute, Kim. Kim? Huh? Maybe not. What do you mean, maybe not? He's on a think, dating thing with some other vampires. Yes, oh, that's right. Yes, I, I know that. But he also gets captured by um, the Grail. Mm. And it turns out that lady looks like in the previous is one of the Grail. Oh, interesting. So I don't know. We'll okay. just have to see. Okay, okay. Again, those are just speculations on some images we saw. That doesn't mean that's necessarily the case. But... Well... You know, going back to what you said about the triangle, though, when he is sitting in the car with Tulip and he says, I don't know how I can leave. I love you. And she's like, but I don't love you. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's kind of doing the same thing that Jesse has been doing, where she's denying him to save him. She actually does love him, but I think she loves him more as a friend because mm-hmm. obviously she's with Jesse. Well, she said that in the last episode that she loved him and yeah. he reacted to it, too. Right. So yeah, but it's it's a different way. That's true. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm perfectly happy to let that part of the storyline die on its own. <laughs> but I just think it's funny that everybody's lying to each other to protect each other. Like, why don't you people just talk? Yeah. Well, none of those people have ever lived their lives being honest to each other Mm-mm. or being honest to people around them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cassidy's whole life has been in secret. If they're if they are if they're in a way honest to e- each other, then they're losing some sort of control in the situation. True. Yep, that's a good point. And and they've all demonstrated throughout this show that they they are never really completely genuine with each other about anything. Yeah, but you know, Cassidy made a great decision in that he had the love potion with him. Right. And he did not and he spray didn't use it. it. He did mm-hmm. not use it. And that to me is like, okay, he's he's letting go a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he but understands. if you notice you notice it didn't show him getting rid of it either. Yeah. No, he's always going to have it in his back pocket for sure. But in that moment, that would have been the perfect time for him to use it. 
He could have had her away from all the danger at Angelville and protected mm-hmm. her in his own way, but he chose not to. Right. And we know we know that um, Tulip was staying because she needed to kill uh, Madame Lejeune. Langel? Langel. <laughs> Langel. Langel. Thank you. Um, that, that, to get Jesse out of his curse. Yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, that's what, uh, Sabina told him was the only way he was, she was going to get out of that or right. get him out of that. So she couldn't leave with him to, to go down to New Orleans. Just to end it out real quick. Who is Satan trying to find? Oh, who are um, the two people that he puts, uh, the cow? Hitler. Who do you think? Hitler and Hitler S- and an ass face. Ass face is that what his name? Arse face. Arse face. Arse face. Well, I was forgotten. We haven't seen him in so long. I had completely forgotten about them, but yeah, that's that has to be the well, two. Well, it's hard after. to it's hard to forget about them when they show them in the preview or the uh, beginning of the show every time. Yeah, that's true. But um, yeah, but still, you're not you're not seeing any action from them, and and I had completely forgotten about when they they did escape and Hitler mm-hmm. completely took off on our space. Right. So, and the thing we need to remember, too, is is Satan kind of explains it. You know, with the absence of God, Satan's looking at moving up mm-hmm. and taking over the shop. But he can't do that if people see that, that if people see that people are escaping from his clutches. Yeah. Right. From he, hell. Yeah, he's that's losing why control he took, himself. Right. So that's why he took it out on the saint with the mm-hmm. whipping he gave him. And that's why he's got to get... Uh, Eugene and, and Hitler back. Yeah. Um, and that's why he sent the saint after them. Yeah. But Satan has to, just has to uh, make sure that, that that he cleans up his loose ends so that he can actually start taking over stuff. Yeah. So all in all, I think it was a very good episode. Yeah. I loved it. Um, let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we'll do hit and miss. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, but, hey, but before we do hit or miss, I got I got to ask one question. One question. It's a small thing, but I just was curious. So when we had the fight scenes, the the first fight scenes, we saw that they were injecting the guys with something. Mm. What do you What do you think that was about? And we I think we saw uh, was it TC that was filling test tubes with yeah. some elixir or something. <laughs> Refresh they... my memory. Were they injecting them? Before the fights? Yeah, yes. right before the fights. They injected both people. And in fact, I think they, I don't think they showed them doing it to Cassidy and no. uh, the science teacher, but they did it in uh, Jesse's flashback. Okay. Yeah. So right. maybe it just I gives think, them more energy? I was thinking it was adrenaline. Yeah. Could be mm, urine. Maybe. Probably urine. How did you like to, How did you like when they brought the contestants out to get into the fight when they're on that, that rolling... Belt? Conveyor belt, uh, <laughs> like cattle. Oh fun. yeah, yeah. You, oh right, yeah. I mean, they're all chained up. Oh right? uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do want to ask something about that. So um, all these people are trying to earn their souls back, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So they are all have at at some point been indebted to Madame Langelle. Is that the thought? Okay. Yeah. Right. And right. that's that's part of my question. I was going to ask is why 
why is time frozen for them? They don't age or anything like that. Is it because uh, they don't be- have their souls? Because, right. yeah, I guess because she's got it on the, her bloody napkin. Right. That she has and, their and souls. And supposedly, I guess, if they win their fight, then they have to beat Jody. And if they beat Jody, they can get their souls back. So my question is, is anybody beating Jody? No, and obviously Probably it seems not. like no one has beaten, beaten Jody at all. Right. But everybody wants a, ch- wants a uh, crack at the champ. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the part that doesn't make sense to me. That's the part where I'm like, y'all have not seen a single person win yet. <laughs> well, Why the, are you watching this shit? We didn't actually see. We didn't actually see Jody fight either, did we? Uh, no, no. When when he saw the aftermath, of his yeah. Fight, in the flashback, we yeah. In the flashback, he comes out and had just killed two guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we didn't actually see him fight anybody at that point. But yeah, uh, we've seen him see throwing him a upset. punch, and oh, we've yes. seen him fight. We've seen him give him an elbow to Jesse in the face. Yeah, but he actually had a full-out brawl with Jesse, too. Yeah. Starting out, yeah. so... Um, Picked up a truck. Yeah. He, he enjoys fighting and somewhat killing people. Oh, I yes. Guess. Oh, yes. Well, he's he's good at it, evidently. So, they're real... I mean, there's no there's no <laughs> escape. So, um, let's let's get on to hit or miss. Uh, Stu, why don't you start us out? What was your hit? Okay, well... Uh, I enjoyed the entire episode. I think this this whole season's been going great. My hit is kind of a weird one. My hit is kind of how I enjoy the fact that Cassidy seems to be the only person that's more human out of the entire cast. Mm-hmm. And he's the vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the yeah. only one that seems to show any sort of... Um, Genuine emotion. Yeah, yeah. Toward, I mean, towards Tula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he kills that guy, he's up trying to check on him to make sure he's okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. he's he's worried about his friendship with Jesse. And he definitely he, shows more humanity than anybody else, like you're saying. I mean, yeah. That's, that's so it's, no I, I, I it's not necessarily out of this episode, but I guess it was more evident in this episode to me. And I think it was mm-hmm. that moment when he jumped up after killing that guy, yeah. the science teacher, yeah. and right. was like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" <laughs> And so. you know, you notice that later on, that's the skin suit he wore. Yes, that is true. So. Yeah, my forehead keeps moving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't see. see anything. My forehead keeps moving. <laughs> Kim, how about a hit? What was your hit? My biggest hit is the devil. Just the introduction of that character, because I think that he's he's going to be very similar to Cassidy in that he is our comic foil for the show, and I look forward to seeing what else he's going to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. In your um, hit, Monsieur, my hit. I have a small hit, but it. But I did think it was hilarious. Was the the kegs store? <laughs> oh yeah, where it says kegs, no bottles, no no cans. And Jesse's like, oh, can you get kegs here? Yeah, you sure they got <laughs> kegs here? <laughs> oh my god, I died laughing. Very funny. <laughs> uh, Anyway, awesome. that was my hit. Um, Stu, you want to roll us into a miss? Uh, yeah, I, I, but first I have to ask, do you still not like Jody? Oh, that's a good question. Um, no, I don't like Jody. Really? Yeah, really. I like Jody. <laughs> okay. I think he's no. funny. <laughs> he's got a huge part to play in all this. He sure does. Unless oh, yeah. they completely just... leave Angelville and leave it all behind. I don't think they can, though. No, I no, I don't either. But, you know, Stu, my problem with the, I guess... With with Jody, it's not necessarily Jody itself. It's it's that whole process thing. I mean, it's taking forever for us to find out what was going on. Mm-hmm. 
in Angelville, and and it's uh, my my interest in in what was going on with Jody and so forth is is not real strong. TC was more interesting because you can get more information out of TC. Jody's just kind of standing in the background grunting all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing Daryl Dixon. And, you know, he's not really bringing anything other than he kicks everybody's ass. And he's suspicious of Jody, or I mean of uh, Jesse and whatever Jesse's doing. Oh, that's that, that actually, I know we're trying to get to the mess, but the other thing I wanted to bring up was the, um, oh, the uh, fuck communism lighter. Yes. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't we see that in Anvil when the dad was being killed? And that I remember seeing that lighter at some other point. And that's what the, when I saw that I thought, did they show that in the hands of someone when the dad was being killed in Anvil? I don't know, Stuart. That's a really good point because I know um, from stuff I've read that that lighter is very prominent in the comic books. Mm, okay. Um, and it was a it was put in there as an homage to the comic book. Yeah, thing. But you may be right. I mean, I never thought about that part of it. But yeah, there may have been a scene where where you saw, you know, Jody's hands and you saw that lighter in the well, hand or something. Because I mean, they did they clued us in on a few things. The the most prominent being the the uh, Marshall Star with the skull on it, which happens right. to be the Angel Bill symbol. You know, the yep. ranch symbol yep. or whatever it is. So right. Um, Anyways, it, it, when I saw that... Well, they that, definitely featured that lighter very prominently, so yeah. it must have had some impact other, you know, or maybe it was just an homage to the comic book. I don't know, but but definitely it was, uh, it had some kind of a um, effect. Yeah. Oh, my, okay, so my miss, my only miss was how, and it, it might be just my own confusion, but as to how uh, Cassidy got that love potion back, because they kept showing it on the floor... Mm-hmm. Right. Of the fight, the tombs, and right. when he lost it, that was when uh, Jesse cut him up, and then mm-hmm. he came back and fought again. So mm-hmm. he must have at some point picked that up again. Mm-hmm. At that yeah, point. But yeah, we never saw he him pick it up. But they actually, were... I, Stu, I think it was when he was thrown up against the wall one time when he was picked up off the ground and oh, thrown up against the wall because okay. he looks over, he looked over, and he saw the vials still sitting there in that grate, mm-hmm. and then he he kind of. Worked it, I think, to get himself thrown over there. And I think huh. he grabbed it at that point. Okay. Because there was, like, right after he, they showed him look at it in the corner, yep. then he got thrown up against the wall there and fell down on the ground next to it. It took me most of the episode trying to figure out why did they keep showing this vial over there, trying to remember <laughs> it what it was. took me a while, too. <laughs> so maybe my next miss is that why that had to be so important Yeah. <laughs> for that love potion, because... I think we already knew what he was leaving behind. And I, I don't know that the love potion really, that whole storyline had to be that prominent. Well, I think it, I think it, I think it's very important that, that, that love potion was very important in that it showed he wasn't willing to go that far to manipulate his, uh, tulip. Okay. That, that when he chose not to use it, he was respecting her by doing that. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, now it doesn't mean it won't pop up again. Like I said, he still got the potion with him. Wasn't like we saw him toss it out the window or something. Yep. So, still an option. Who knows? Yep, still an option. <laughs> Kim, did you have a miss? You know, actually, I loved everything about this episode, so I don't have a miss. Okay, nice. Okay. Not only does Kim not have 15 misses, she doesn't have any misses. Yeah, that's good. Nothing. All right. It was all okay. good. And she only had one hit. 
Do you want to tell us whoa, about whoa, 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 another whoa, whoa, whoa. miss from Fear of the Walking Dead that you might not have told us about? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right. My miss was, I kind of stated it before, um, I, I do think it would, I, or I don't understand Cassidy's lack of strength mm. being a vampire. Yeah. I, I You know, he, Jesse's kicking his ass. <laughs> and uh, you would think that that it, that Cassidy would be able to kick Jesse's ass in a minute, and he'd be able to kick some of these other guys. I'd love to see him kick Joby, Jody's ass. Yeah. Well, don't you think, especially when you, we saw um, Jesse fighting Jody, don't you mm-hmm. think Jesse has a little bit of extra strength, though? Even though he Maybe, doesn't have but the Stuart, voice. But, Stuart, after what we saw him do to those guys on that plane. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then jump out of a plane? I mean, no, but I'm saying Jesse has some, so he can he can pit his his strength against Cassidy in a way. Yeah, I don't know if Jesse does or not. I mean, I know he's a great he's a good fighter. Yeah, but um, he's a brawler. Has but he? Does he have know. not even one bit of his soul left? He's got he has some a little of, bit. He's got a little bit. Got oh, a yeah, little yeah. bit. A little bit. He's also, yeah. He's no. He's only Jesse's only missing a little bit of his soul. Yeah, well, there's only a little bit left anywhere, is it? No, no. It's, oh. they've, they've only taken a little bit of oh, his soul, but okay. he needs to have all his soul to be able to have Genesis. Okay, well then he still has that strength. Somewhat. I guess so. I think, I think he must. He must. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we have any listener comments this week, guys? Yes. Have our listeners been radioing in? <laughs> yes, they are starting to. Beep, 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 beep. Joe Johnson said, best episode this season. Jesse is a motherfucker. He's been doing people dirty since he was a teenager. Uh, he's talking like you, Scott. Keep up the good uh. work on the podcast. Best line to the owner of a blue Toyota Corolla. I don't know why you have an alarm, but it is going off. That, <laughs> that was, was really good. funny. That was, that was really good. And especially and when, when you saw Tulip driving up and the guy's running out to his car yeah. to turn it off. I don't know why you have an alarm, but, <laughs> but it's going off. <laughs> that was good. Mark Labardway uh, said, well... Looks like uh, the team is breaking up. Dang it. I really enjoyed the scenes with the devil and KOS. And once again, the cinematography of the fight scenes was stellar. In, in fact, cinematography of this season is extremely well done. Yep. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, Seth Tillman at Seth's World said, um, Another great episode. Love the foreshadowing of how young Jesse treated Madame Boyd. And how older Jesse did the same with Cass and Tula. Parting Cass um, out to ship him off. <laughs> yes. And uh, was amazing. And Tobin as the devil was awesome. There you go, Kim. Oh, good. As was hell. And the saint without his guns. Uh-oh. Look out. Oh, I'm glad that somebody else picked up on that. That Tobin was in this show. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really happy for Tobin. When Stuart told me that was him... I yeah. was really excited for him. You know what is also cool? It's not actually Tobin. I know, Jason. It was a character. Jason Douglas. <laughs> I know, it's like, Tobin's alive, yay. <laughs> well, it's good, that, it's good that AMC's keeping him in the fold. That's true, yes. yes. That's funny. Yeah, well, he played an extremely good part with Satan as well. Yeah, he was awesome. And that's why I think that he's channeling a little bit of Negan. Like, he's right there on set with him all the time. And Thankfully, he didn't do the bending backwards thing. Thank God. <laughs> oh, the suit was too restricting. He would have done it if he could have. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the hip thrust. Yes. Right, right, right. What, what were you doing? <laughs> 
We Heart TWD said, I was so excited when I saw the Santa Killers. He's one of my favorite characters. I liked him in the comics, and I thought they did a great job casting him on the show. Graham McTavish was also just on his this season of Colony. He's a great actor. My heart broke for Cass. You know, I've only seen one episode of Colony, and that's the one with Sarah Wayne Callies, who was Laurie on The Walking Dead. Ah. Uh, so I need to watch that. Okay. Did you have any thoughts about it? Uh, no. All right. Great. That's in, <laughs> it, well, very good interjection there. Um, and then uh, concerning what uh, I think a discussion we had in last week's uh, podcast, there was. <laughs> I, let me read this one. Okay, you want to read it? Okay, that's fine. Yes. Uh, our friend Seth Tillman at Seth's World said, Dude, those are Swedish fish in the urn, not peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I responded to Seth. I was like, all right, really? Is that true? I need to go back and look at that. And I have not yet, so I'm sorry, Seth. I'm just going to take they're, your word on peppers. that. I'm never heard bullshit. A, I have never heard a crunchy Swedish Exactly. Fish. <laughs> and they were not bright red. And they well, look like shriveled leaves. Oh, well, unless Seth, you're talking about the Seth, gummy Swedish fish versus yeah, an no, actual but that, but Seth, Swedish fish. That is a great comment, though. I love it. Yeah, all right. Whatever, dude. I didn't think we'd be hearing anything about Swedish fish tonight. <laughs> nice. <laughs> if you could say something about Swedish fish every night. Seth, exactly. Appreciate it. So next week on Preacher, Season 3, Episode 5, The Coffin. Um, as Cassidy falls in with a group of mysterious strangers in New Orleans, mysterious strangers, give me a break, uh, <laughs> Tulip and Jesse deal with the fallout of a failed escape from Angelville. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we saw in the preview that they're going to be fighting with Jody in the bedroom. And we also saw that Jesse ends up in the coffin in the lake. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I Which, I don't know if that has anything to do with the title. You know, <laughs> the coffin. Uh, <laughs> we didn't see Not Grandma at all. at all this episode, so I guess she'll come back uh, next, Well, we'll see week. some Grandma, and we'll be seeing yes, some Grandma. Yes, we will. In fact... Especially since uh, Tulip's going to be gunning for her. Yeah, Tulip's going to... And, and they released some photos, if you go onto AMC's preacher site, of uh, Grandma not looking too hot. Mm. Yeah, she's looking kind of pale, I have a feeling, though, that Grandma and Tulip will become besties eventually. Really? Yeah, no. 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 I think Tulip and Sabina will. Well, you know what? All they need to do is grab all of... um, What was that one? There was that one Japanese guy that was going around Mm. that was getting all the souls. Right, right. They need to find his vehicle, get all the souls, give it to Grandma, and be like, Grandma, enjoy. So we can take off and go look for God again. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because really, the only thing holding him back right now is that the fact that Jesse's stuck with Grandma. So Right, right. Well, which is going to we'll be a season-long We'll see if thing. Tulip's able to extricate him from that situation. Yeah. Well said, Scott. Thank you. You have the best words. I got, I got big words. I got yeah. my dictionary out. <laughs> Speaking of big words, don't forget, everybody, that San Diego Comic Con is this week. Starts on Friday. All the panels are on Friday. So that's The Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking Dead, Preacher... And several others, and those will be led by um, Yvette Nicole Brown. Yes. And um, so so information will be coming about out about the next seasons, which will be super interesting since Rick is supposed to be leaving the show, and possibly Maggie, so that'll be interesting. Also, if, also if anybody is going to that show that, that listens to us, please let us know how it went. Mm-hmm. 
let us know what you saw. Write us right in and give us some feedback on what you saw at Comic Con. How's our correspondent doing? You any tickets yet? Not yet. Okay. Not Sweet. Yet. Good. That's right. Yeah. I Our partic- budget's not really big. <laughs> I particularly want we to know... We have a budget? <laughs> I particularly want to know uh, how Yvette Nicole Brown does, so... Mm-hmm. Right to us I want to get hard. I want to get hardwood back. <laughs> All right, so you can write to us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at fearmepodcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, everybody.